Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to another Mornings with the Masters, where we devote ourselves to the Lord daily with you. It's just me today, folks. Sweet Tea and Baby Micah came down with the sickness, and it is so sad to see them both down and out. Uh, please pray for their healing and they can start feeling better. It's really broke Tori's heart to see Micah sick, and it's made it harder for her to care for him. So um, we appreciate y'all's patience in this. Uh, probably maybe the next few episodes, maybe this one or the next one will be just me, but uh, we are praying for a speedy recovery. She's in good spirits, but it's obviously a bummer. We'll update you more on all that stuff later, but everything's fine. It's just not fun. Anyways, we're picking up with day three of our What Is God Doing devotion on the Bible app. If you missed the previous two days, we definitely recommend you go back and listen to them. This devotional has been a blast so far. It's literally, it's about what is God doing? And so anyways, as always, I'm going to read the scripture, then then, then I'm also going to pick up the Devo. Listen, I just miss my, my wing person. I miss, I miss my wing girl. I'm just trying to do my best out here with you all. Anyways, the scripture is Hebrews chapter 11, verse 6, and it says this, And it is impossible to please God without faith. Anyone who wants to come to him must believe that God exists and that he rewards those who sincerely seek him. And the devotional is titled, Expecting. What do you expect to happen when you pray? Do you expect God to answer? Do you expect to get exactly what you asked for? Or if you're brutally honest, do you expect nothing much to happen? Feel awfully convicted about that. Do you approach prayer more like a wishing well? It'd be cool if you got your wish, but you know you probably just wasted a penny. Okay, now I know why God is having me do this one alone because Tori does not struggle with that. This is something that I struggle with. I think this is an unfortunate trap we can fall into when it comes to prayer. If you go through a rough season or a prayer that didn't go your way, or maybe you've been trying to hear from God for a while and he just doesn't seem to be answering, it can, it can sometimes shake our expectations of what God might do. But God is always working in our lives, always answering prayer, even if it's not in the way or the timing that we would like. He is alive and active in our lives. We just need to reframe what we expect God to do. If I can be really transparent with you, I fall into seasons where I stop seeing God at work in my life. It feels like he's not hearing me. It seems like all my prayers come back with a big no, or at least a not right now. It gets discouraging, but eventually I snap out of it and start praying, God, show me what you're doing in my life right now. I'll then commit to writing down everything I see God doing. Every time I notice him at work in my life, Instantly, these lists fill up. I find myself filling pages of a journal with lots of little things and sometimes big things that I see God doing. Did God suddenly kick his activity into high gear because I prayed? No, he's been working like this the entire time. The problem was me and my expectations. I either expected him to do exactly what I asked for in the exact timing I wanted it, or I let my faith get shaky and I honestly didn't expect him to do anything. Both responses are a mistake. If you expect God to work in your life, you will absolutely see him working in your life. You just have to keep in mind that he is God and you are not. I'm going to read that one more time because we all need to hear that. We just have to keep in mind that he is God and we are not. His actions may not be what you would have wished for, but they will always be with your best interest in mind, keeping an, an eternal perspective. 
So start this week. Write down everything you see God doing or hear him speaking to you. I'm confident that you'll have more written in just a few days than you ever thought possible. And yeah, I feel incredibly convicted about this devotional because I'm someone who falls into that trap where like I get nervous to pray because I don't want to be let down because I have expectations. And when my expectations do not meet my experience, I feel let down. So I get into the, I crawl into this little hole, like a little, um, self-sulking hole where I'm like, okay, well, if I don't really ask for anything that big where I really care about it and if it doesn't go my way, then I'm never let down. And I don't have a foul perspective of God, but that's not healthy at all. And I'm only looking at prayer for a small piece of what prayer actually is. And so I think this is something I really need to dive into. And if you're all struggling with wondering, what is God doing in my life? What is he saying to me? Where is he? We all go through these seasons and you're not alone. We as believers need to band together in these seasons and encourage each other in these seasons. This is so important for us to like literally just stick with it and let our faith increase in these times versus decrease in that time. And, you know, just a little anecdote that I like to remind you all of and I remind myself of is that I get I get very competitive with the enemy. And whenever I start to feel things attack my faith or if I feel inspire to do a daily devotional podcast and then I start to feel resistance to doing this or the internet goes out or the file got corrupted or whatever happened at first I get a little down where I'm like god what's happening like I'm like come on like this is I'm trying to serve you why is this so hard I get really upset but then I remember that there's an enemy who does not want us creating this devotional there's an enemy who does not want you serving the lord I'll say that again there's an enemy out there who does not want you walking with and serving the lord and so you will experience resistance and there will be times where you have an opportunity to let your faith decrease which we need to be very careful of and so I love this practice, what the author was talking about. And honestly, it can even seem a little juvenile to you, but why not practice it? Why not take a few moments throughout the day, even if it takes you 10 seconds for every time you kind of listen or hear from God or you see God and you're just kind of like, oh, that's cool. I noticed God there. And then you see that page fill up. You're like, oh my gosh, he was here all along and it was in different areas. I can see him at work. And yes, maybe he's not answering the thing I want the way I want it right now, but I can still see him moving. And so I can remind myself that yes, he is God. He can see the end from the beginning. He's the alpha and the omega, the first and the last. His thoughts are above my thoughts. His ways are above my ways. He is God and I am his child. And just like a good parent gives good gifts to their to their children, God withholds no good thing from us, but he determines what is good because he himself is good. And we just have to really remind ourselves of these things. And and also, I think I mentioned a few episodes ago whenever I was talking about, oh, actually, this is in a YouTube video that's coming out. I'll just give you guys a little teaser. But with us as believers, we have eternity with him in heaven and paradise. And so we don't need the pressure of maximizing every single little earthly impulse that we have because we have eternity with him. And so we are able to handle greater hardships or bigger waiting periods or, or more difficult trials because we, this is not 
the end for us. We believe in something beyond. And if we truly do, let's live like that. Let's keep that eternal perspective, remembering that we serve a God who can see the end from the beginning, like what I mentioned earlier. And so we don't have to let our faith shake with a prayer that wasn't answered the way we wanted it to. Now, don't get me wrong, that can be hard. But if you feel your faith being attacked during that unanswered prayer, the enemy is getting exactly what he wants. The enemy wants you to be alive, but to live in a tomb. And we can't give the enemy what he wants. So let's try to find ways, just like what this author mentioned, to do things that increase our faith in the Lord. And it's incredible what we'll be able to see and how we'll see him moving more so than we ever have before. Anyways, that's my little soapbox moment. Again, pray for Tori's health. I'm going to pray us on out real quick. Oh, Lord. Lord, I just want to cover us all in prayer right now, Lord. We are expectant to hear you, to see you, to feel you, God. But it may not be in the ways that we anticipated, God. So we do pray sincerely, Lord. We pray for eyes to see you in in, in action. We pray for the the ability to sense you when you're near, God. We pray for the ears uh, to hear you and to silence out all the other white noises happening around us, all the other distractions that are happening around us, God. Help us to, to cast our eyes upon you for where does our help come from, Lord? We, we also just ask for your forgiveness for all the times that we have let our faith waver in an unanswered prayer, God. We know that you understand that. We know that you have grace for us in that moment, God, but we do apologize that we've taken advantage of your kindness and we've expected things. We've expected you to keep promises that you never made to us, God, and we apologize for that, Lord. I pray that you help us keep an internal perspective and, rem and constantly remind ourselves that you are God. You are our Savior, and you gave us everything when you died for us on the cross, Lord. So help us live out our lives with gratefulness and expectancy to see more of your greatness so we can continue in our gratefulness, God. We love you so much, and we pray this in your son's name. Amen. Well, amen, y'all. Now is that perfect time to break out the worship music, break out the journal, and continue pressing to the Lord. Don't forget that you are God's masterpiece, and don't forget that we love you. Arrivederci. Arrivederci.